Um, welcome back to Stuck in a Side Quest. We're doing a mini quest over Sex in the City today, and I have my mom, Christy, and my dad, Sean, with me today. This is actually my mom's favorite television show, and it's the 25th anniversary this month. So, plus the, what is the? Last month. Oh, last month. I forgot. It's July now. Um, what is the new show called? And Just Like That? And Just Like yeah, That. Yeah, just, and Just Like That, season two is coming out, so we figured we'd talk about it today. Yeah. I would, I would rather talk about Sex in the City than the new show. I mean, I'm a purist. Yeah, I mean, we can still talk about it. You can still talk yeah. about why you don't like it. Yeah, that's that. I'd rather talk about what I do like, though. Yeah. Did you start watching this show when it first came out? I did not. We, I didn't start watching it until your dad got into The Sopranos. So, I was probably a year late on it, but it became a thing. It was our Sunday night thing. Sopranos oh, yeah. and Sex in the City. Yeah, we went back and watched the first season. Yeah. Because, you know, how HBO does it. They replay Reruns, the... Yeah. You know, so we did yeah. that, but I, I only started watching it because I had to watch it before The Sopranos came on. Oh yeah, <laughs> don't let him lie. He likes it. I remember <laughs> being a kid because we would already be in the bed, and I would hear that tune in the <laughs> HBO <laughs> static, the thing. static thing. So yes. now it doesn't matter what show I watch when the static comes you on, I hear the city. Sex in the City theme song. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Me too. That's still a thing. So. Who your who is your favorite characters? I actually like all four together. You don't have any one that you like better than the nope. other? Nope. I, I relate to each of them individually. I think um, I'm, I'm probably as mouthy. Probably got the sailor mouth from Samantha. Um, I probably got the attitude from Miranda. I can, you know, vibe with that. And... There's an element of Charlotte, your dad would say, that I act like her. You do be a little high-strung sometimes. Yeah, a little high-strung. And then Carrie kind of balances out the normal, so you can see a bit of your personality in each one of them. So I don't have a favorite. I like each of them. Uh, Charlotte. <laughs> we know why. I'm a sucker for brunettes. I um, don't know. I think, uh, what are you going to say? You know, I, I, I kind of like them all except for Carrie. You didn't like Carrie at all? I hated Carrie's character. Damn. What? That's a hot take. Every every relationship that she had, I never took her side because she was so whiny. I guess I could see that. I mean, it was insane. Like, think about, like, the time, like, when she first started dating Mr. Big, you know, because I never said his name. But yeah. His name's John. <laughs> but, John James You find Preston. out on the last episode. <clears throat> it was like, oh, you know, you didn't introduce me to your mom. And I'm like. Dude, y'all been going out for like three weeks. Calm down. Yeah. Everything with her was the, the like uh, way bigger of a deal than it should have been. And when I was a younger man, I watched the show. You know, I was in my 20s probably when we first started watching it. And I would think, oh, man, you know, getting to get behind the curtain and see what women really think, you know. And then now as an older man, because we were, we were rewatched the show like, God, probably a thousand times. Yeah. That's. You know how people like watch The Office on repeat? Your mom does this with Sex in the City. Like yeah. when I have to go to bed early for work, I hear the noise. And then, the dun, 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 you know, I'm like, yep, <laughs> watching it again. But as an older man, I look at it and I'm like, this chick is too much work. Like yeah. way too much work. Yeah. I'd be like, kick rocks, lady. <laughs> I ain't got time for this shit. I feel like in their, I feel like Carrie and Charlotte are both too much work to a certain extent. 
Yeah. Charlotte, not so much, though. Yeah, she was crazy about getting married, though. She was. But, you know, I think a lot of women in their mid-30s who want to get married and aren't married would probably be insane about that. See, the rest of them didn't really care about being married. She yeah. was the only one that was like a traditionalist and but was you like, I need to get married and have kids and, you know. But they all come from different backgrounds, though. Charlotte, you know, was... Daddy's Episcopalian princess, you know. I she mean, went to college, she, and she even labeled herself a wasp. So, yeah, she had to have that personality. Yeah, I get all that. And like I said, yeah, that's a, annoying in its own aspect. But Carrie was just too much. Like, all, everything was huge drama, no matter what. But yeah. you know what? Carrie mentions that her father walked out on them when they were little. So I think that uh, it was a hint behind why she was the way she was about men. That could have been like, you know... Uh, just a, a male take on the way she acted. I don't know y'all are females. Yeah. Because yeah. like the time the dude Burger broke up with her on a post-it note, how big a deal that was. I'm like, you you couldn't see that coming? Like, this, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy already acted like a flake. She was anyway. ignoring all the red flags. Yeah. True story. It's like, I, will say I never that. see anything bad. And then all of a sudden, oh, so terrible. Well, yeah. they had to work too hard at that relationship. That, that relationship was a no-go from the beginning. I was pulling for Burger. I liked him. I liked his character, but. No. If he just wasn't so much of a baby. Right. It could have worked out. Right. Yeah. And then she just pissed all over the only good guy that was ever on the show. Right. Your dad's team, Aiden. All Me the too. Way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Mm -mm. Aiden was the everyman, you know? Aiden was the one. He was yeah. the best. Aiden was too easy. And I like Aiden, but he was too easy. Every girl likes a bad boy. There has to be an element yeah, of drama. Or it's boring. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, where could, where could the plot have went after that live happily ever after i mean yeah for a tv no. show but for real life oh well maybe yeah, yeah. i would have dropped big from the get-go right that, that, that's but too much that's what i said that's a good one. she's a drama queen she <laughs> likes it yeah she does hmm. she went right back to him every time answered every phone call i mean it happens i've been there he wasn't even that cute anyways he was he was pretty dashing nah. he had money he is he bit, he's built like SpongeBob SquarePants. He looked like a big square block. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we got that out of the way. Yeah. Aiden looked like a regular dude. Yeah. I mean, like a, a middle-aged man should look. He had yeah. a little pot belly and, you know. He even gave her a second chance after she had the affair. He even redeemed himself. Remember, they said he went from granola and turquoise to, you know, he cut his hair. He even got rid of the pot belly. So. But. Man. It still wasn't good enough for her. That that's my only that's the only thing I didn't like about the show, but it was I don't know it's kind of hard because her the show was actually just centered around her. Yeah, well, yeah, it's about her. But I just her. didn't like the way they wrote her character all the time is like so whiny and needy, and I'm like, eh, you know, I mean, which I get there are people like that in the world, but yeah, but then even with when she got back with Aiden the second time, he started moving in and the ring and everything and she flipped the fuck out and it's like this is what you wanted right but now that you have it you're pissing it all away again because like, she's the last single girl and she wasn't ready to let it go plus i'm sure there was pressure to put her and mr big together i mean yeah for the audience well it's even more than that so a lot of this was based on true events yeah, right and so in real life mr big was you know a deciding factor not not for the have happily ever after but 
that's how it worked out in real life. Do you know if Candace Bushnell ended up with like her person in the real life story? The last thing I read about her, she was single. Oh, okay. She was still single. Well, that should tell you something. Yeah, there was a... Maybe she doesn't know that much about relationships. She can't well, keep one. Well, sort of like Carrie. You know, they <laughs> send Carrie off to a, a seminar. She's supposed to teach a seminar. And she was like, I don't really know much about men. You yeah. know? It's just uh, real life. Just got to figure it out. So, I think for me, I don't necessarily have a favorite. They, I all liked certain aspects of them all, and all certain aspects got on my nerves for, of them, too. Oh, like, yeah. Like, uh, Miranda, Miranda kept going back and forth on Steve too much, and she never would. She wanted to, but she was too scared to do it, and it, she just, she put I an like answer Steve in the ringer. Yeah, I, I, I like Steve, Steve a lot. Steve yeah. was, it was, she had, her tough persona was too much. Yeah. I mean, I, even I have the, a little bit of that persona, so I understand it, but it was even too much for me. Yeah. It was too tough sometimes. What I didn't like about the thing with Steve was, is Steve was just a regular person. He was a bartender. He worked a regular job like everybody, but everybody else on the show, they didn't necessarily come out and call him a loser, but it was kind of like, you have no ambition. I'm like, maybe he likes what he does. Yeah. You know. When he ended they're, up they're, owning the bar, doesn't he? Yeah, he but you know, I, I'm... It, it takes no, but, normal yeah. people to run the world. You yeah. know, all these other things that you're doing, it takes normal people. Yeah, but yeah. you're trying to, this is, remember, so this is a whole other aspect. You're right. This it's, show is bougie. Fashion yeah. is a huge part of it's it. It's like a fantasy yeah. land type deal. No, like, it's just Everybody about, doesn't live like this. Right. I know, but it's supposed to about, be about people who live in Manhattan right. on the Upper East Side. They have good paying jobs and they love fashion. I, I rewatched <laughs> it recently and Scott watched a couple of episodes and He's like, I don't understand how Carrie affords all this shit on her little... So right. there, there's a magazine <laughs> article that says, if this were real life, Carrie would not have lived on Perry Street. Yeah, she no, would not have not. been able to afford it. Or buying Manolo's every week. And that's TV for you. <laughs> and rich friends. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... I think that's why they gave her a book deal and all these other things to... I think people started noticing that as it got more and more successful. Hey... Somebody that writes a small column cannot afford the I mean, the she did go through her phase where she said she was broke. Yeah. But it wasn't what we knew as, as to be broke. Right. Exactly. No, <laughs> I don't have Manolo's line in my closet. Yeah, no. All right. So who's your who was your favorite? You didn't really have yeah, one. Yeah, no, I didn't really have one. Um, But they all individually got on my nerves. Like, Carrie, I liked certain aspects, but then there was other aspects I didn't like. And Carrie being too whiny was one of them. Miranda, just the way she was with Steve, gave me the ick. And then Charlotte, Charlotte got on my nerves the most, I think, because she was so high strung. She was just about to explode. She was like shaking sometimes. And that's the one thing you said was like me. Well, I don't know. Um, Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but then she married, uh, what's his name? Harry. No, not Harry. The guy before Trey. Trey. Trey, Trey McDougal. Yes, and she put up with that for way too long. Yeah, that was too much. Yeah, that that got weird. It got really it got weird. Too weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She's putting her face on the people in the jugs magazine, and was okay with it. Right. Uh, whatever. Yeah, no. A man's mother did that to him. Oh yeah, bunny. bunny. <laughs> but then she met Harry, and she at first I didn't know how it was going to go because she was kind of like. This is just for fun. I'm not ready to bring you out in the world. Yeah, this is You're just a hairy bald only. Jew. 
And then, you know. Harry just mowed her down. He did, honestly. He was like, no, we ain't doing this. Yeah, and so that was her perspective at first, and then she converted to Judaism for him. Mm -hmm. So, but I think Harry's my favorite man out of all of them that they end up with. Yeah, yeah me like too. Harry. Yeah. Yeah. Harry, Harry acts like a regular dude, even though he's probably a high-paid lawyer. Yeah. He acts like any other man. He just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He's like, nope, you can act this way all you want to, but this is what we're doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, he also can handle her craziness. And yes, bring he her does. back down a little bit. Right. Oh, yeah. He's the calm to her going up into the clouds, for sure. And then with Samantha, her ending up with... Uh, Smith. Yeah, Smith Jared. Jerry Jared. <laughs> um, <laughs> her parents named you Jerry Jared? Um, it, I didn't expect her to eventually settle down with anyone. I guess him being who he was kind of made sense for her i guess she wouldn't have settled for actually anybody. i was really it, it ended up making sense but at first i didn't see that coming i expected yeah, I didn't it, see it coming to be first. a few episodes and then on to the next but it actually worked well even into the first movie you know i don't think that it would have lasted if she hadn't gotten breast cancer true i think the way that he handled all of that yeah, he was more mature than she was. Yeah, it kind of changed her weird. perspective. I on think it, in but. real life, though, like that situation, the type of person that Samantha was in real life, oh, yeah, that definitely would have went down. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, look at the guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. She'd have been like, ooh, I'll give you whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Now, that was very, that was a very surprising, because I actually thought that's what they were going to do with Richard. Yeah. But Richard, they, they already planned that out and let you know Richard was going to stay a dog. Yeah. Which he wasn't for her. No. There it, that was a that was supposed to be, I think, you've met your match in a man and we'll right. see who wins type thing. Yeah. yeah. Well we got the you know, the the who's team Aiden or team big. Yeah. So what do you I team, stand alone. Team uh Stanford or Team Anthony. I'm Team Anthony. I'm Team Anthony. Yeah. I'm Team Anthony. I love Stanford. He's sweet and he's a really good friend, but Anthony is funny as fuck. Oh, I would have loved I would have hung out with that dude. He's all hilarious. No, he's so funny. I mean, the, one of the best things in the world is when she asks him what a beautiful day it is. Could you imagine anything better? And he's anything worse or something like that. And he's like, Yeah, stonewashed jeans and a matching jacket. <laughs> No, I just like the he way he talked to other people. Yeah. Like all the things you would be thinking in your head, he said them out loud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a smart ass. I totally groove on that. We didn't really see too many of Stanford's men that he dated, but the one that always sticks out in my head is the one with the dolls. Oh, oh yeah. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that was so crazy. And I guess, I mean, the show touches on all kinds of people that you can date. Like, pretty much anything that you can think of is oh, in yeah. that show. Oh, yeah. Any neuroses, they show it. You... Oh, so, fun fact, in real life, you know, Stanford was not gay. Yeah. But it was like, you oh, automatically would have well. assumed he was. Yeah, he so, did he did a really good job. job. Yeah, he did play it well. I hate that he wasn't in the new show. He, he died. No, I know. Yeah. He, he died, passed. like, right... Right, right at the beginning, mm -hmm, he passed away. Uh, it was very sudden, I think, and unexpected. So, yeah. yeah, he was a big part of the show. Is Anthony in it? He is. Is he he's still friends with Charlotte? He is. He's still friends with Charlotte. Um, he shows up now and again. His wit is still there, but, you know, it, it's like, I don't know. I'll go ahead and say I'm not a fan of the new show. I feel like 
whoever's writing, I don't know if it's the actors or the writers, but the actors don't seem like themselves anymore. Yeah. You know, despite the new, you know, angles that their lives are supposed to be taking, they don't act like themselves. Like Charlotte, it's like almost, for instance, Kristen Stewart, or is it Kristen Stewart? Kristen Davis, sorry. Yeah. Kristen Davis, she, um. Don't mess up her name. Anyway, she acts like she's forgotten who her character was. So I don't know if it's her or if it's the writing that's being given to her, but they just don't seem like themselves. I know they've gotten older. I'm just, I can't get into it. I've tried. Anthony, so for instance, Anthony's wit is still there, but he's different. And I can't put my finger on it. Well, is there a different writer? Yes, there are new writers. I think they're, you know, trying to be more modern. But these women were women of the 90s, early 2000s, and I know they're trying to change some of the themes to more modern times, but it doesn't fit. Like, you don't see them navigating in some of the ways. Like, I get that maybe Big would probably have passed away early from a heart attack. He was a lot older than Carrie, but... Well, he always had the heart problems that they touched on in the show anyway. He did, and I hated that they killed him off, but at the same time, again, would... We have just gotten that boring happily ever after right off into the sunset. I, I think that's why they did that because yeah. there's really no show. Yeah. Right. I mean, what what is there to go on except so, for just watch them do whatever you they're know, doing? Carrie's moved on instead. Now she's doing a podcast. That makes sense to me. That's, uh, to me, uh, something that she would do to move her material into a more modern area. But in her personal life, she seems pretty lost right now. Like they had her sleeping with her producer and then she breaks up with him. And I'm like, would you really still be doing this? In your I think so. Fifties. No, they're, they're in their sixties. Yeah. I don't. And here's my big thing about it. And I know it sounds real superficial, but like, um, it, and it's an obsession in America now with like plastic surgery. Yeah. These women look horrible. Yeah. I mean, they've done so much stuff to their face. It they looks, don't even look like the same person anymore. No, it looks anymore. terrible. Yeah. And I can't look at them and Except try to watch the show because that's all I'm thinking. Well, I'm actually, like, I don't know. Look at your know, face. Yeah. I don't Who's know that, that Cynthia Nixon like has, that. though. She looks more like herself. I don't know that Cynthia Nixon has. Yeah, and but Sarah Jessica Parker and Kristen Davis have yeah. plasticed it up. They look very different. It, I don't know. It's just hard to imagine them. I mean, we all grow old. It's just, I don't know. Again, I'm a purist. They're all in a box for me, and they yeah. need to stay in their little 90s, 2000s boxes. I mean, it's fine. I don't know. I think they should have left it alone, personally. I do, too. I hate, we're in, we've talked about it on the show before, but we're in such a big reboot culture, and it's just the same thing over and over again. And sometimes characters are just supposed, supposed to be left where they were left. Right. Like, I, so they did the that. two movies. The two movies moved them forward, and I enjoyed the storyline and where everybody was, and I think it should have just been left there, honestly. I don't need to know anything more about them. I think what it is is they're trying to capture a new audience. Yeah. But you can't do that with characters, old characters. Yeah. yeah. It would have been like if they would remade all the Star Wars movies with all the original characters. It would have been like, uh, yeah. this ain't right. Yeah. But... I think that the show stands by itself. It's it's a timeless topic. Yeah. Like, women are still the same. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, and I mean... I mean, everybody changes, but I guarantee you, if you go back to the 1920s, even when women were oppressed, and they still probably thought and acted the same way, just yeah. not as openly. Yeah. 
Well, and I feel like the kind of people that they dated and all the different situations they ran through are still situations that you would run through today. So the thing I found out about it being being someone that was pretty close in their age, I related to a lot is, you know, growing up dating in the late 80s, early 90s, you know, your dad's right. The same things happen, but women didn't really talk as much openly. Yeah. And after watching that, it's not, it's like, oh, I could say that out loud to my friends if I got really good friends. Yeah. They'll probably, if I did say it out loud, they'd be like, oh, what a relief. I feel the same way. Yeah. Kind of thing. And I think it opened the door for stuff like that for sure. Yeah. I mean, it is timeless. Men and women are going to interact the same way. Essentially, you're going to have neurotic people that you go on a date with and go, yeah. never again. It doesn't matter if you meet them on Tinder, in person. Whatever. I think those kinds of things are always going to go on for sure. Can you pee on me? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, I like that, you know, the yeah. aspect of that, like, you know, like uh, some political guy and he's like, but, but I like to get peed on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then everybody's like, what? Then you know what everybody's boundaries are, even the characters in the show, even if you think they're, they're open and progressive, they're like, yeah, I won't do that. Yeah. There's always something somebody won't do. Exactly. <laughs> Is there? I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, hmm, well, let's, let's talk about the fashion. Okay. I know. I'm pretty sure I can guess and say this probably influenced a lot of your love for fashion watching the show, did it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I bet you got a good knowledge of fashion. Yeah. See, I always liked fashion when I was growing up. Vogue, Cosmopolitan, Teen Vogue, all of that stuff. I was obsessed. Harper's Bazaar. Is Harper's Bazaar newer? It's older. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's a very, it's a much older magazine. But you can get them on uh, your Kindle now. Oh, no. Harper's Bazaar is on Kindle Unlimited. No, no, no. You need it on paper. You need the supermodels. Yeah, you I know, got... there's even an episode about supermodels. There's a guy who's obsessed. There's That's, more than one episode yeah, about supermodels. Yeah, supermodels. That, that, growing up for me, Cindy Crawford, Christy Turlington, going to the store and buying those magazines and seeing them wear Ralph Lauren and, you know, all the designers and stuff. Yeah. It's I different like now, fashion. though, because, like, social media is where you view stuff now. Yeah. All it's the not models the have their own pages and you get behind the scenes, behind the shows. And then, like, Victoria's Secret their fashion show that yeah, you can watch see, it on tv growing up it was less ex it was very exclusive yeah you had to buy the magazine you had to go figure out who the supermodel was and find the article about her you would only see these styles in a fashion show and you wouldn't get to see the fashion show online or even on tv you had to read about it, it was all print and that's what kind of made it again exclusive i know i'm being repetitive but so yeah and I think they brought, they came from that area era because, you know, Carrie was still buying magazines. She had her Vogue's everywhere. She would go to the newsstand and buy it. But they, you know, they had the luxury of being in New York and going to Fashion Week and all of that kind of stuff, which is a, every girl's fashion girl's dream. Yeah. And it, I like fashion. Obviously, I can't afford fashion. Um, but it's also kind of unrealistic for me to wear it to Walmart in Middle Georgia, you know, rolling in with my crazy ass outfit see that was the thing like you know no true but i love it I, like before i you know you look at like a fashion show you know 
if your mom looked at watched it or something, and I would look at it, I'm like, who in the fuck wears that? There are people like, that wear it, but it's not our not a lot of people. No, I know, but then you watch the show, and like you see like Carrie wear it, and it's like, okay, I guess I could see somebody yeah. wear it. But before that, I'm like, nobody's wearing that shit. Yeah, but she didn't really, honestly, to be fair, from what I remember, Carrie was really into vintage fashion. Yeah. Like, she was really into vintage Chanel and, you know, uh, other designers, but she would go, like, to, she was a realistic fashion person. She and Miranda would go to secondhand places and try to find things that people had resold. I mean, she bought a few things. She took Burger to Prada. You know, she would always get her Manolos. Yeah. And then shirt, there was the catastrophe of the burger, fake Birkin. Looked like a shirt yeah. you could buy at Old Navy for like 10 bucks. I mean, yeah, don't forget about <laughs> yeah. the Birkin. And then, you know, there's the whole episode with Samantha when they went to California and she got her fake Fendi in the back of a back of a car in the valley. That's what it was. It was a fake Fendi. Right. The Birkin was another ordeal for Lucy Lou. Yeah. Oh, she wanted the Birkin really bad. It was like an $8,000 uh, purse. How about that, the time, what was, uh, they went, she went to that birthday party or... I think it was Kim's yeah. birthday. They stole her shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 She was like, who pays $300 for shoes, Carrie? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Do you think that she should have paid for those shoes? Yes. Yes. Oh, I, dis- I, I disagree. Al- I always low-key thought that lady took those shoes. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. No, the other lady that, that left you the party think that- took them on. I think yeah. she took them on purpose, and then the other one was just like, I think if you ask people to take shoes off in your home and you have friends like that, that you know, because she was part of the group, it comes out, she was part of their group, she tells her, you used to wear shoes like this. Yeah, if you ask someone to take off their shoes in your home and they comply and they come to you and tell you they were wearing those shoes and you've been good friends and they're honest, yeah, I think you have a responsibility. If they're Walmart bobos, that's a whole nother game. But I just disagree because if Carrie was that worried about leaving her shoes there, she shouldn't have left them there. Right. Well, that's she, my. But here's that the thing: she didn't go to the party anticipate having to take them off. Yeah, but I would have. She told Stan. I would have just held my shoes with me if I was that worried about somebody stealing them. Well, I guess she probably didn't want to look like the crazy in the that's room with get. everybody else's shoes at the front. I door. don't give a fuck. That's what. If it's yeah. something I'm worried about, I'm gonna do it. That's what you get when you buy three hundred dollars shoes. Well, having watched that episode, I would have walked out. I would say, "Here's the gift. See you later." I would have kept my shoes. But the other person did take those shoes on purpose. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because that'd be like me going to a party and having three striped bobos on and be like, oh, I'm going to accidentally wear this pair of Jordans on. Yeah. (laughs) Accidentally wear the Jordans. So let's talk about the shoes, the blue shoes. You can buy those still. I know you can. I saw them on the website the other day. Yes, you can get them. Your dad and I talked about that the other day. You can buy them at Saks Fifth Avenue. Maybe Neiman Marcus still has them. And, of course, you can buy them at Manolo. I saw them on the Manolo website. Aren't they like 800 they're expensive. Yeah, I would totally buy them, but I'd never wear them. I'd break my neck. Yeah, so about twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. They've gone up. Inflation. I didn't even pay that much for my wedding dress. For a pair of shoes that look like if they got wet would fall to pieces. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Sorry. They're so. I mean, if I had Manolo had money, talk. I might. What? They're what? There's no, there's no way that that's real. the same ones. From a man's perspective, like I know women wear shoes and you can see them, but I a man cannot tell the difference between if they cost eleven hundred dollars or you got them can. for five Some bucks and pay less. Some men Some can. can. Well, you have a different take on fashion. You also don't like jewelry. You think they're just shiny rocks. True. 
It's like, ooh, look, I got shoes and this rocks. This is a whole <laughs> separate perspective. Fashion is fashion. I would totally, if I had the money, yes, it would be spent on fashion. Uh, you know. Yeah. But Katie's right. It's kind of hard to go out into like middle Georgia or downtown Palm Bay, Florida and wear your fur Ralph Lauren outfit. Yeah, I mean, Whatever. I'm stuck in between. I mean, How come you I didn't like feel that it. way about your Louis Vuitton? What do you mean? I mean, that's different. That's different. I had, I, there that's were a girls handbag. in high school that carry Louis Vuittons. Yeah, but that's like a damn $1,800 purse. You just cost more than that. That's really not that bad. <laughs> I mean, there are Chanel's that I've looked at that are like $13,000 just for the for a little handbag this big. Okay. Sir, you have bought me jewelry from Tiffany's. And even though it was very painful, you, you bought it. Well, I know. Okay, then. You know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm making a lot of noise. <laughs> I'm getting hemmed up over here. Mr. Fidgety. I've, I've hit my 25 minutes sit still mark. Anyways, what I was going to say is that I'm caught in between all that because, like, I like fashion. And obviously, I probably wouldn't dress like Carrie going to the Walmart. But on the same note, I will go into Walmart barefoot. So We know. We discussed this. You. Jiffy you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know. That's how you build up your immune system. That's how you get hepatitis. That's how you build up your immune system. No. Athlete's foot. Tedness. I've never gotten of any of those things, and I go barefoot a lot. I thought I went barefoot, but not out in public. No, ma'am. Mm-mm, we ain't I mean, this. I get what you're Their saying. Their feet. Everybody's got them. They're porous. Not mine. <laughs> okay, they're hard as steel on okay. the bottom. <laughs> That's a topic for having, today. Having been to New York, I promise you, you would not walk down the street barefoot. Okay, let's Maybe talk not. about this. That is a disgusting, disgusting city. So, New York is the heart of the show. Yeah, and it's disgusting. I love New York City. We've all been. I know. I've I've taken each of the girls individually, and then I went with Sean at Christmas. And I still love it. I don't care if they're peeing on the street. It's beautiful. It's magical. I just love it. I'm sorry. There's too many people. How can you have too many people? There's too many people and not enough people to clean up after them. That's the problem. Yeah. It is hugely disgusting. I... I Don't. felt sticky every time I got off the subway. Well, so <laughs> on the record, the I never ru- never took the subway till I went with you, and that's because you're cheap. Every other cheap. time I went, taxis, every time. I didn't want to sit in a taxi for 45 minutes to go two blocks. We never did that. No, but I did sit in somebody's lap in the taxi because there was too many of us. <laughs> hey, got to do what you got to do. We rode a taxi a couple times. We did, and you complained that it was expensive. It was. It was like 20 bucks all to right. go two blocks. I'm like, I could have walked that. Easy. <laughs> Not after you're walking all day. I'm a different breed. We know this. But no, I didn't. I mean, I get that, you know, the fascination with New York. And, you know, there were some cool things to look at. And it was a cool experience. But to me personally, no, that city's not. It's too many people. And I know that that sounds like, oh, well, you know, you're just used to living in an area with not a lot of people. I could live in an area with a lot of people if it was clean. Yeah, this I is never like, felt unclean there, except for when we went in the subway. And I, there, I never felt that it was unclean. There's a little like a a minute thing of disappointment too, because you think that everything's going to be like, you know, shiny and bright, but you go to these iconic places and you look at it, and it's like, man, it looks like some rundown crap, you know? Like, yeah, it's just a building. Yeah, it's, it's nothing great. I love New York. I vaguely remember I New you. York. It's 
been over 10 years since I've been there. You really don't have a memory? You were old enough to have I a lot of memories. I remember certain things, but that trip was just so... It was a blur. Yeah, it, it was, was fast-paced. But uh, I don't remember it being that dirty. Yeah, me neither. Well, Katie was in her goth phase, so she was looking <laughs> down a lot, you know, the whole time. <laughs> but I also... <laughs> I was going to say something else. I don't remember it being that dirty, and also... Um, it was very crowded. And everywhere we went, you know, everybody's like, oh, you're from the South. I could tell by the way you talk, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, do we have to keep harping on this? We're, we all live in the United States. And, well, you know, <laughs> right. we're like Sasquatch to them. They've never seen it before. But also, it is. I wouldn't live there. It is way too crowded for my taste. I would. There's not enough trees and grass either. Um, but I'm, fi I'm fine visiting. I'd, I'd visit again. But Central Park has a lot of trees yeah, in and a grass. park. I did like Central I Park. I want to open up my door and, think, and see normalcy. Right. Yeah, Central Park is very nice. It's It was calm for the most part, you know, each time I went. We were staying in a really nice hotel. We well, stayed in New Jersey. We, we were in the middle of, <laughs> of, of town, and we stayed in a really nice hotel. First night, walk out. First day you walk out, dude's pissing right there in front of the door. You know, the doorman's, get away from here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't yeah, that's how we that, stayed yeah. in a hotel in New Jersey and drove over into the city every day. Yeah. yeah. It was only like Well, that was for safety. Minutes, so each time I took you girls, we went with, you know, a company for the school. And that company, the guy who ran it, you know, shout out to Ben. Uh, he felt it was safer to congregate all the kids in a hotel on the outskirts of manhattan yeah you know just in case for safety super disappointed by Times square that is just like a tourist trap it's supposed like, to be though but, uh, but to be fair i'll tell you this it had greatly gone downhill from the time i took katie until you went because when i took katie toys r us was still there you could go ride a indoor ferris wheel there were a lot more shops a lot more entertainment you know it, it's just it seems to have closed up. I think it's a difference in who's running the city, honestly. I remember the Naked Cowboy, all the billboards, and the Red Stairs. That's all I remember about Times Square. Well, it was right off of, you know, where all the Broadway shows were. So that's a great, that's another great thing I love is every show I've ever been to see has been fantastic. Yeah. I did enjoy I, the Rockettes yes. when we went to Radio City Music Hall. Yeah. That was that was a cool Your dad experience. didn't want to do a Broadway show like I did with each of you girls, so we went to I see I wish the, that it had been a different show. I liked Mamma Mia, but I I wish we had saw something cooler. It was equally as cool, to, to be fair. Hannah saw Annie, and then Megan saw Matilda, and I thought I wouldn't those, have wanted to see either of those. Yeah, you think you wouldn't have. You thought they would have been kind of kiddie-type shows. They were not. They were well put on and kind of iconic they were great i want to see like wicked or the lion king harry potter and the i First do want to see that i, I would know. fly up there just to see that and come back home we know <laughs> my former boss did that he flew up one weekend to watch the temptations broadway show and flew back and he loved it so much in a few weeks he did it again oh, mm -hmm. he really likes the temptations well Shout out to him. Shout out today. <laughs> what was that Broadway show that we saw on the cruise? Um, I can't remember. It was called the, I don't know, but it was really good. It mm -hmm. probably would have been good on, you know, if you just saw it on Broadway. It was good where we saw it at, but. Yeah, they brought the actors in from uh, the off-Broadway show that they did, but it was basically the story of Elvis Presley and Jerry Lee Lewis and Johnny Cash, and one night they spent at Sun Records. You know they're doing a new movie about Priscilla? 
know. It's called Priscilla. Do we need more shows? About Apparently, that? it's not a show. It's a movie. It's gonna be a movie. Uh, is it a rebuttal to the Elvis movie? I or don't something? know. We need to let that go. Also, we we know all there is to know. Do we? Well, we might. Have not. we seen it from Priscilla's perspective? She wrote a book. No, I mm. think we should she wrote see a her book. perspective because I think Elvis was a pedo. Don't you say that. Maybe. I think he was. He had an obsession with young girls. I guess. No, there ain't no I guess to it. I don't give him a pass. He's the king of pedophilia. <laughs> wow. That's what this episode is going to be called. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Back to the topic at hand. <laughs> All right, so we've touched on fashion. Touched the on city, the city. The men. The men. The, the relationships. It was a funny show. Yes. Yeah, it was funny. It had a lot of humor in it. Yes, the I, comedy I was that. fantastic. Yeah. They, they broke up the seriousness with, with humor yeah. pretty well. I'll say, I so I think, I, I haven't read this, so I don't really know, I have no knowledge. But, you know, the first season gives off a singles vibe. Yeah. Barry, Cameron, Crow, we're all going to talk to that 90s. We're going to talk to the screen and narrate it head on yeah. with no real plot. But as time went on and the characters developed... I like the fact that they went away from that and just 30 minute, one hour topics. And then next week it's about something completely different till they had storylines and relationships. I enjoyed that more. So I'm glad it gravitated towards that. Direction. It was weird in that aspect because um, not weird, but I don't know if it was groundbreaking or what, but it kind of set. Cause you know, like a, a lot of TV shows, it's like singularly for that one episode. And it doesn't have a plot line yeah. that carries on. They they mixed it up. It could be just this one topic about this show, but these other plot lines keep continuing to drag out. Yeah. And you didn't see that a lot in TV shows. It was yeah. always like one episode to the next. Yeah. And you didn't have like a, you know, a plot line that drug out across the show like that. And then, you know, you start. I, I don't know if they got that from somebody else or if, you know. They, they started the ones that started that, but I liked it. Yeah. Another great thing that they did that I just thought about was think about all the up and coming stars and even some that were established that got a guest spot. Oh yeah. Everybody. Lots of shows do that. Yeah. Well, they did it. I think really big Bradley Cooper had one. Justin Thoreau had two spots as a different yeah. person each time. Wasn't even... Paul Rudd in it at one point or am I thinking about something else? Mm -mm. Paul Rudd was on friends. Right, that's what friends, it is yeah. yeah he dated phoebe my bad but yeah. you know what friends yeah friends did that friends, a lot friends did that a lot a mm -hmm. lot but you know george clooney was in roseanne yeah that's george true. george clooney was on friends yeah george clooney was in the facts of life when he was just a teenage kid that's yeah. a show from a long time ago so yeah that that was one thing i like that they did that even though you have you would have one character carrying on a relationship episode after episode these other three would have a brand new person each time or vice versa they it would always be mixed up you never yeah. knew okay what were we doing something I, it just wrong? looked like mason was going to say something he's been looking like that misread for 40 it. minutes misread it my bad Um, is there anything else you want to say about the show? Well, you watched it's just it. like that. The podcast is over. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Whatever. Well, you just watched it recently. When's the last time you watched it before this re most recent time? Uh, before I got married. Okay. So, what's your perspective 
then versus now, do you have a different take? Yeah. What's that? Um, it changed my perception on some of the men. It made me not like Big more. Made you what? Not like Big even more. Yeah, he was really? pretty shitty. Yeah. Yeah, he was. It made me like Aiden more. Okay, that's fair. Um, I think Harry reminds me of Scott. Really? Yeah. Okay. Harry, I don't know. A little bit of Aiden, a little bit of Steve, and a little bit of Harry all remind me of Scott. Like different aspects. So being a married woman now, you have a different perspective about how men act. Yeah. And what, what you think, what you believe to be normal. Let's talk about that. Neuroses. Everybody, each individual neuroses, even the neuroses in the men. I'm the queen of neuroses. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) We should not talk about this. I mean, everybody has neuroses. Yeah, I know. Like Charlotte, she she just really wanted to get married, or at least she thought she wanted to get married, and it became like a neuroses until she got married, and then she wished she hadn't gotten married. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, to me, that just showed, like, her getting with Harry just showed that if you kind of calm down and relax... It can't, it, the right person will just be there. Right. And you don't have to be crazy. Yeah. Just got to let it happen, baby. Yeah. (laughs) You can't force it to happen. Yeah. I think, well, I think Miranda was like that. I don't think she was looking for a relationship, but then one was in her face. She didn't want it, but she did. And she kind of had to be talked to. She got on my nerves though, because she didn't, I know she was going to tell Steve she was in love with him, but it almost felt like. It wasn't until he was going to date somebody else that she was like, "That's how some women oh, are." I think and they wrote like, her character stupid. like that, though. They did. She had yeah. to be the token, you know, women's lib. Yeah, she had to be the token burning, tough woman. You know, and yeah. I'm not going to take a, nothing from a man, right? Ever. Well, you know, she's a ball busting law. So that's what I was going to say. Some of this had to do with just writing. Yeah, they had to have different characters. I think Samantha's the only one that didn't give a damn about anything. Yeah, I mean, she did. They wanted you to think that she didn't care, but there were some some situations where... That's why these women, too, never... These actresses never got any other parts after this show because they got pigeonholed into that character. Yeah. I mean, because oh, yeah. you play that character for so long, that's what... I think Sarah Jessica Parker had a couple of things. Yeah, she did. In movies and stuff, but it wasn't anything major. But she acted kind of the same in yeah. those movies. Like, what was the... Um, I know what you're thinking of. I can't think of the name of it. It's the movie where Craig T. Nelson was the father and um, Diane Keaton was the mother. The Family Stone? Yeah, that the Family the Stone. Family Stone. Yeah. And she pretty much kind of had a little, a little bit of the same different. character. Yeah. I don't know. I remember Sarah Jessica Parker before this. I remember her in Footloose and in Square Pegs. And she was kind of that way, but these these were teenage roles, so it was different. So that that's my memory of her before then, and then... I don't know. I think she's played some different characters, but she already had so you know. So did Kim Cattrall. She was in Mannequin and Porky's. She, but she she was always a sex pot. Yeah, kind of was. You're kind of right in some ways. But continue. But look up who um who were the main two characters in the Carrie Diaries. I never saw that. It was for kids. I refused. Well, I mean, it was for teenagers. It came on like ABC Family or something like that. No, no. But they just kind of pigeonholed them. Bitches hold themselves into that, and not by their own fault. It was just from the show. No, yeah. especially if you have a highly popular show, you can't get away from it. Sort of like Friends. It was like Harry Potter. Too. Yeah. Like if I met these people in real life, I would automatically be assuming that you know, like Sarah Jessica Parker's some whiny person. And yeah. It's like I don't want to talk to this. Person. Yeah. Maybe she is. Maybe that's why they didn't hire. Her. I know. Actually, <laughs> I saw her on um, 
uh, Jerry Seinfeld had a show on uh, Netflix. It was like comedians and cars or whatever. She's not like that at she's all. She's not. She's actually like a really cool person. And yeah. very down to earth. And she smokes in real life too. Oh, really? Yeah. They drove around in her, I think it was her dad's uh, station wagon and she's nothing like her character. Yeah. Absolutely nothing like that. And we actually enjoyed it. Because I always know? thought her and Matthew Broderick were a weird couple. Yeah. But after you like... I, you know, after that interview, I was like, I could see why they're together. Yeah. yeah. What are the actors' names? Sebastian. Did is that the guy she talked about on the show? I don't know about that, but this is um this was like aimed towards teenagers, and it was called the Carrie Diaries, and it was when Carrie was a teenager herself, right? And it was kind of like the start of all of her stuff, and like it was a like prequel. It was like. What are their names? Anna Sophia Robb. Yeah, it was Austin Butler. Um, oh, I never saw the show. Yeah, Austin Butler played her love interest in it. So did they have like uh you know characters that mimicked other characters in the show? Not. I only watched the first like season. It was really heavily in fashion. Like she wanted to be in fashion at first, right. <clears throat> and it wasn't necessarily about her being a writer at first, but um. It was very teeny boppy and kind of like it was kind of like they were trying to make Sex and the City for teenagers, where it was about relationships and stuff. Mm -hmm. But obviously, there was no that. sex in it. Yeah, for sure. That or would be like weird. graphic sex scenes, but yeah, I'm glad I didn't watch that. I, I wouldn't want what I've watched to be ruined by some weird storyline to keep yeah. the dream alive. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like I think Miranda's character would have been a lot better if they would have wrote her a lot less bitchy. Because when she wasn't being bitchy, she seemed like a fun, <clears throat> a fun person. Yeah, yeah. When she was with Steve, and she was just a, like a regular person, but when she wasn't, it was like there was always a front there, some sort of tough facade that had to. I don't know. I and think men go. I mean, I'm gonna tell you from like a man's perspective, men don't like a a overly, you know, bossy woman per se. But I mean, men do find attractive women who are. I know what I want, and I'm going to do this, and, you know, kind of a little more assertive. Right, a strong woman. Yeah, because you know that you got somebody that's, you know. But you don't want to be uh, made to feel like you can't be the man in the relationship either. Exactly. And and frankly, I felt like she neutered every man she was with. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree, because frankly yeah. not, I'm a pretty tough and strong woman. Right, and I like that. But I don't want a wimpy man that I can control. That's no fun. And they kind of made Steve seem like a... <laughs> Is a, it a game? No, no I mean, I'm just but they saying, made Steve you, a little gimpy. They did a little mm -hmm. bit. Like, he should have stood up to her. I'm with your dad. He should have stood up to her and said no. And he didn't do it enough. He did it a couple of times, but it wasn't enough. But I think the writers focused on the girls. Yeah, but I think at the same time, they had... They made them in a way that it, all women could find somebody relatable. So right. if they made... If they didn't make her that way, there would be a set of women that didn't find... Anybody relatable. Yeah. I mean, true. But right. I mean, I mean, sometimes. But maybe you're right. Maybe that made women that were like that look at it and go, maybe I'm being too much. Oh, sure. Maybe, yeah. You could I angle it every yeah. way. Because that's kind of the way they played it, portrayed it. Because, you know, everybody else, even her friends would tell her, you're, you're being too much. You know, yeah. it's too harsh. Well, I mean, even at one point after Carrie and Big broke up, there's a whole scene where she goes into therapy and they're like, we can't handle you anymore. You're whining too much. You have become too much for us. And I can't believe they never like got onto some. They had that one episode where she was afraid she might have had AIDS, you yeah. know, 
but they never got onto her and were like, girl, your coochie going to rot off. You know, you yeah. got to slow down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was a little shocked that they did. They only addressed AIDS one time. They never addressed. Well, well uh, Miranda, Charlotte gets crabs. Yeah. Miranda gets the clap. Right. right. But never Samantha. And I'm like, dude, this chick's, you know. Yeah. There yeah, were but she was also there. very smart, though. And she always used protection and stuff like that. No, she admits in the AIDS episode that she didn't always. No, but for the most part, she did. Yeah, I think so. But I'm with your dad. As someone, a character as promiscuous as she was, they probably could have socially put in some more. Yeah, but this was a very sex positive show, and it was trying to story push things into a more sex positive. Like women are sexual, and right, you know, they're just they're they're equally as sexual. Well, and also too, let's be realistic. This is human beings who make mistakes yeah look at miranda she got pregnant and they went through the whole thing where they thought she was going to have an abortion and i mean i gotta tell you i was shocked that she didn't at the end yeah i was too. in the scene when you know uh charlotte comes in and gives her flowers i fully expected her to say i had it i didn't expect that that was a shock twist ending um because you know most TV shows are woke for the most part, so you expect them to put in that abortion avenue. So when they didn't, I was like, wow, especially well, for Well, I mean, they Miranda. put it in there as an option. They but did. But I think, too, she had the whole bum ovary thing going on. She was at a certain age where she, ultimately, she still wanted kids. And Steve had the one ball. And she was scared that she wouldn't <laughs> be able to again. Plus, that was a way for the show to keep Steve in. True story. Well, also, too, that show was not, you know, per se, woke by today's standards. No. Because if, when you go back and rewatch it now, there are, is a lot of stuff in there where you would look at it and go, that that wouldn't fly Oh, today. yeah, so yeah. that's a yeah. thing no, now. No a lot of people are bashing <laughs> that they were bigoted, racist, all, homophobic, all these things. The, the weird thing that people don't know is the writers were gay. So the two original writers were gay. Right. And so... It's a nice surprise for them to choose Miranda to evolve her character into becoming the mom of the group. Of all people, the hardcore feminist figure becomes the married mom first over Charlotte. Yeah, Yeah. as they got older, they started putting more realistic things into their lives. Like, you know, Charlotte couldn't have a kid. You know, a lot of people have that problem. Well, then uh, Miranda moving her mother-in-law in. in, Right. Yeah. And dealing with all that with Steve. And Samantha having a tough exterior, getting cancer, and having to depend on a man. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they evolved them all against their greatest fears. Secretary. You know, Aiden is coming back in the second season. I know. So I've already watched the new show, the first two seasons, and the episodes up in the second. Against my better judgment, because I'm just not happy with the character development. You watched the first two episodes of this? I've already watched. I can't help myself. Even though I don't love where they're going, I can't not know. And the preview shows Aiden. I don't know what it's going to be, because you know where they left off with him. He was happily married with three sons. Yeah. I know the world's different now, and they put a lot of things in shows now, but I felt like, too, with the new show, it was like they were doing it just to say, look at us, we're we're yeah. doing it, too. Yeah. Instead yeah. of it being like, the, the writing's not very good. It's not. They're not. I don't like it. I yeah. don't think they're, the only thing I've liked about it so far was I like the sweet little insert of Natasha where you think there might be some conflict, but it's not. Big leaves her some money, I think, out of guilt, and they actually form a bond over it, and it it's kind of unexpected. So, like, I like those unexpected twists where you think there's going to be drama, and it turns out it might be a friendship or vice versa. 
I'm not a fan that Miranda left Steve. I feel like we did all this work in this relationship and all for it to, he just became boring and he's deaf and he's gone. We're leaving him because he became a boring husband. I don't know. It, it just is sloppy. I think it was too easy. I think it was lazy to write him off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I miss that character really bad, that relationship. I think that relationship got thrown away just for a new perspective. Yeah. yeah. I think the most disappointing thing about the show to me was that Kristen Davis had a nudity clause in her contract and you never got to see her. Oh, my God. <laughs> because all these other women, you got to see everything they had, but not her. You did. No. You did get to see some things. No. You missed out then. You weren't paying she attention. Had, it was always side boob or something like that. You know, it was, yeah, you know. I waited with bated breath every week. Oh, this uh, is the week. It's going to happen. Never happened. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. I'm a man. <laughs> you watch TV shows like that and, I mean, that's, you know. It's what you're looking for? Not what you're looking for, but it's there. So you're going to look. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you had hopes Mason, for Chris today. Mason, am I yeah, there you go. If it's thrown out there, it's thrown out. He's there. like, well, if my sister looked like that, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Gross. gross. <laughs> don't say gross. You guys all watch that. In case you couldn't hear Mason, we're talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> Just to be clear about the incest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Cersei was pretty hot. Just saying. Ew. I don't know about all that. Oh, she was. Good to know. I don't, I don't know about all that. This might even be cut. Who knows what Addison will decide? Yeah, let's hope he does. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. Anyways, any other comments about the show? Nope. It's kind of ironic. Uh, it's been around for 25 years. I've been married for 25 years. I feel like I've grown up as a married woman with these ladies. I've learned a lot. I know that sounds silly, but there's some stories there. I it's more relatable when you're older. Because, like, I... I was watching it not too long ago, like I said before, and um, uh, Steve and Miranda's honeymoon cracked me up because I Miranda's relatable to, relatable to me sometimes, and it was just she couldn't take it. So I did this very thing on our anniversary <laughs> trip to the woods. Nope. Your dad was relaxing, chilling, having a fab time, and I was losing my mind. I, I have no internet. I, I have loved no TV. it. It's no not cell necessarily service, about no oh, internet and the TV, but I can't just. Cuddle up with you for six days. No, I have I, a brain. I, I hear. I want to go do something. I have a brain. Mm. I could hear her saying that in my head. <laughs> I have a brain. I have to do more than this. Yeah. Not me. It was great. <laughs> I'll just go out on the front porch of that cabin and lay in a swing and take a nap. And I was like, this is fantastic. You could read a book. Just chill. <laughs> it was great. You're such a man. No, it was awesome. I mean, it's like the world slows down. I don't understand why y'all don't. I don't know. I I'll, have a brain. I know, but I, I always feel like I'm in the rat race and my <laughs> brain is always engaged. And now it's like, you know, when it's, you get to it's that. It's not about, and like, vacation is nice, uh -uh. but it's just more about the, like, I don't know. It's more of a thing now to talk about, like, people's love languages and, like, different stuff like that. And Scott is a more affectionate person than me. And, like, I couldn't just be cuddled up the yeah, whole time. That's your dad. Having this big romantic trip. I want to go, like, do See, other stuff. See, and that's and, where you and your mother are the same person. Yeah. Like, it, you're going to bed the night before. What are we going to do tomorrow? I don't know. Yeah, I need to know. I need to have a plan. Yeah. When I go to bed, <laughs> it's going to throw me into anxiety. There's 578 tabs open at all times. I'm always planning. 
from next year to this week to yesterday. Mm -hmm. My brain just never stops. So. No, but that's that's what I'm saying about the show is like it wasn't just all drama and like what's going on, like different types of relationships you can have. It also shows like what you how to make a relationship work when you and the other person are different on something or how you can destroy what that you relationship. Have to give to the other person because oh the yeah relationship isn't always equal right. or fair. Oh yeah, they showed every perspective of um how crazy you can be. That too is she put a mirror in front of your face. Um, how timid you can be. It's just a variety of personalities. They did not touch on one personality. I think it all goes back exist. to the age old opposites attract because look at all the relationships. There was never two people that were the same. Yeah, like even when she got with another writer, it didn't work at all. Yeah. Right. Several times she did that. Right. It always takes two people. One one person brings this to the relationship, and the other person brings that. Yeah, uh, yeah. for sure. Because if you got two people that are exactly the same, it's probably pretty boring. Or you're going to fight all the time. Yeah. All right. Is that it? I mean, I don't. You know, if you guys right. want to talk about anything else? Like, I think that's it. Let's talk about Cersei's hotness. That's you guys not, don't seem is, sold in is, on that. It's not a Game of <laughs> Thrones. This is not episode. Game of Thrones. I don't watch that. Not about it. Why not? Hey, you know what, though? The good thing that did come out of sexy, your mom started watching Sopranos with me because she oh, was yeah. just <laughs> watching after that. I've started the first season so many times and then never go back to it. See, the first season. You season's... just got to get over that hump. And I got sucked right into it. It, it became a slow. Sunday night thing. Yeah. I had to watch I, You it. would love it because you liked, you know, uh, Sons so of Anarchy and, you know, yeah. Yellowstone, which are basically cowboys and motorcycle Sopranos. Yeah. So. Those are clones of the real deal. <laughs> Sopranos is the really pinnacle. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the end of this side quest. Uh, Like, follow, share, subscribe to us. Um, Let us know if you're Team Aiden or Team Big. Yeah. I finally got on one. Sweet. (laughs) Same.